Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. And today, our guest is my favorite student, Fiona Payne. And Fiona's going to tell us a story about her great-grandmother, who did a considerable amount of movement on her own. Um, so, Fiona, welcome to Push-Pull Podcast. And as always, ask my guests how long have you been in our school system here in madison city schools and how long have you lived here in north alabama i've lived in north alabama for almost four years now and i've been in the madison city school system for almost four years now as well okay all right very good so you've moved to the area so Mm -hmm. you're familiar and it seems to me like you have a family history it's a tradition in your family for moving around for various reasons. <laughs> tell us uh, tell us about your great-grandmother and all that she went through in her movements. Tell us her story. Okay, well, my great-grandma, or I'm going to refer to her as my nana, was born in Little Rock, Arkansas in 1929. Uh, she lived there for a while until her mother died in 1933 from pneumonia at when she was four. And her stepdad... He married, or not her stepdad, but her dad married her stepmother, who had like a couple girls, and then he ended up dying shortly after when she was eight, after getting sick. Her stepmom didn't want her, and neither did her family, and they kept passing her around. And her brother, who was off in the military, Horace, he wanted to adopt her, but uh, his fiance didn't want to, so... and. He said no to the family in Texas taking her. So she ended up in a girl's home where it was not good. Like they shaved her head. It was awful. She ended up running away and she lied about her age to get jobs um, so much that she didn't know her actual age until she was 70, almost 70. Um, She got married and uh, she ended up moving to Horry County in South Carolina she got married to William Horace Bellamy in 1949. Uh, the county was a tobacco farming place, but the companies were buying out a bunch of the farming plots, so there was a bunch of unemployment. I believe Bellamy g- was unemployed, and he got into a big fight with his dad, and he ended up uh, taking his car and just driving off, and so his father got him arrested. He went to jail. but So my nana was left with the people who didn't want her, And she had my mom air or my grandma and ended up uh, moving away because she was scared that she would that the family, since Bellamy wasn't there to protect her, would take away my mom air. Wow. Gosh, your great grandmother had a lot going on. It seems like uh, at every turn in her life, she was pushed somewhere or Mm -hmm. another to move uh, to in and to try to uh, just for almost survival. Um, Yeah. And uh, moved not not by her uh, not by her accord. I mean, this mm-hmm. is something that was that was thrust upon her. So, uh, what a what a unique story about movement. You know, we talk a lot about uh, people moving for different reasons. Um, she's got a unique reason in that post World War II era yeah. of movement around our country. And so, and where does it go from there? From South Carolina. Well, she ended up meeting my papa, who she stayed with. Because she got married a couple times before Bellamy. But uh, she ended up staying with him. And she met him in Charleston, South Carolina. But he was a military man. And she got married to him because 
in this day and age, women didn't really have much like protection when they're on their own. So staying married was a big form of protection. And she had my mom air who was just a baby. She just had her. So she ended up uh, moving around. They went to Charleston and then Rhode Island and Charleston and they moved around until they eventually settled in Virginia Beach, which is where they stayed and she stayed for the rest of her life. She had five other children with my papa um, and she lived a good life after that. She had she was a representative for Elizabeth Arden, which was a big thing. She taught herself how to play piano. She loved gardening. She was just an awesome woman. And she didn't get to finish school because she ran away, but she was a really intelligent lady. So Yeah, and, and what what a interesting story for like the second half of her life, really finding the man that she loves. And then the two of them moving around. We can only assume it's for opportunity, job opportunity and things like that. And then to land finally in Virginia Beach and to and to make a home, which I think is one of the real goals for everyone who moves or migrates in a place, whether they move around inside the United States and stop someplace or whether they come from abroad and stop someplace that she finally got to the place, Virginia Beach, where she wanted to make a make a home and and um, and, and get involved there in the community. And it sounds like uh, that worked for her late in life. Yeah, it did. She was loved by everybody who met her, even people who didn't know her. Um, she made sure that her each of her children had uh, clothes on their back and a home to stay in and food on the table. She was always trying to push them to be you know the best that they could be. She like spoiled my parents. And my my aunt and my mom all the time, uh, so I definitely get a lot of stories hearing about her. Oh, that that that's great! And w- what a positive attitude she must have. And it seems very much that that's uh, transitioned down through through your family. That positive attitude, um, and and you brought that here to our mm-hmm. podcast today. And I can tell uh, by looking at the smile on your face and being able to tell the story, what an impact this person has had. Uh, on you, your your great grandmother. So, um, and where did you get this information, Fiona? For a, like, my nana died when I was two, so I never really got to know her. But I think I always got to know her through stories from my mom, air and my mom, and everybody who knew her. Um, for a while, we didn't know about a lot of the things that happened in her past because she didn't really talk about it. Like, my mom air didn't know that my papa was her stepdad until she was 16. Mm-hmm. So, um, there was a lot of, like, brokenness in that. And uh, so, when my Aunt Teresa and my mom air started working on Ancestry to, like, find all these documents and learn more about her life, uh, th- the pieces started to click together and her story came into, like, a better focus and we were really able to understand the hardship that she went through in this Post World War One and through World War Two and the Great Depression, the Cold War, all of it, and it just brings out how strong of a woman she was. And I was able to talk to my mom air about a lot of the stories about how my nana was, and when my mom air remembers things, like when um, she was settled in Virginia and she got to see like my uncle, my great uncle Horace and stuff again, her older brother, and it was so like wonderful and like inspiring to hear her story uh, because it was it wasn't an easy thing that she went through and put it it puts into perspective the world that she lived in 
and she went out of this trauma and this awful story and just was a strong and independent, wonderful, kind woman that everybody loved who met her. And so being able to hear her story from my parents and my aunts and my mom air was just, it was really interesting. Yeah, it sure is. And you do a wonderful job telling that story here. So I can only assume that when you get older and you have your own children, that these family stories will be passed down of this wonderful wonderful story of your great-grandmother and her movement or migration within our country for a better life. Thank you very much for being with us today, Fiona. Of course. Thank you for having me.